G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our weekly uh, Eurovision update. We are one day late for this. Apologies. It's on the Monday. <laughs> our voices were holding on by a thread yesterday. Really, We're back. Yes, exactly. We obviously had Australia Decides, which um, we know Montaigne won. Uh, spoiler alert, if you've somehow <laughs> missed it. We have done an entire podcast episode on that. That's what we were doing yesterday, so you can go and listen to that one. Today, we're going to talk about everything else that happened over the weekend, because it was quite a big one, wasn't it, Michael? Yeah, not just the weekend, the weekends in general as well. There was all this news is coming out now. We're kind of in the middle of everything right now. Some national finals coming to an end or coming to the pointy end of it. So let's get cracking with it straight away. Well, we're off to Latvia. It was Supernova. It was the final, and we have a winner. It was Samantha Tina with Still Breathing. Right, it's all voted by the public there. She got 35% of the vote, televote and internet vote. Slightly lost the televote, but overall won the public vote quite comfortably. Good winner, Michael? I think from that selection, yeah. She was the standout from the uh, audition t- uh, clips we had. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I think it was probably the most uh, striking song from Supernova. Very visual. I liked uh, I liked her grand final performance. The dances, what they were wearing was really kind of cool. <laughs> um, the little effect they had during the break it down, just to kind of give it some movement. The and distortion life. on the screen and stuff. and To distract <laughs> you from the breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> and also her wearing, working that fringed outfit again. This time it was a red one mm. she's very striking in that um look i'm not gonna lie i think looking at other songs that are coming out latvia it was the best of you this election there but i don't know if this is gonna go very well well look it's written by Amanada, um who came a six in 2015 at eurovision with love injected she also wrote the 2016 entry um heartbeats yes um from just just so they're the last two to get through to the final. And I think they've got a great chance, actually, with Samantha Tina to get through. I think she's so captivating and her vocal is so good. And it's such an interesting, different visual display. We showed some kind of um, non-Eurovision-y kind of once-a-year people this a few weeks back, the audition, and they loved it. Mm. Um, so I, I honestly think this might have a bit of jury and, weirdly, televote appeal from the, the visual. I think it can get through. I think it's the jury I'm worried about. I don't know if it's going to have enough jury appeal. I mean, there's a pretty much a wall of noise in yelling at times, Dale. Let's be honest. It is. Okay. Um, as sassy as she is, you know, like as, as a musicality, I don't know. It, 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 as I say, we were listening to it before or watching it before, and it did come across as quite an assault to the senses at times. Well, look, I like the assault. I'm a fan. Yeah, but it, you're right. Like, I mean, look at Conan Osiris last year. That was a visual display, and that bombed like no tomorrow. But I, I think this has got more going for it. I think this is quite modern at times. And Amanada being the composer, hey, there's a reputation there, and that always oh, does help. Didn't help Marcus Reaver. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they, they eliminated all the competitions she had, so of course she was going to win. Well, oh, look, oh, no, no, okay, I'm getting a conspiracy so theory. Now. Look, I mean, Katrina, um, Katrina D with uh, Heartbeats, mm-hmm. you know that yep. boom, boom, that one. People like that. that it, she did really well, 28.1% of the vote, so not far behind, actually. And mm-hmm. she was the one that won the televote, not the internet vote. And of course, Anna... 
with Polyester, more commonly known as Michael. The t-shirt song. Exactly. <laughs> um, that came third place. So she did really well with 16%. Very, very the, well. Only three with double figures. Mix Dukas was next best. The rest were like 1% or 2%. They oh, wow. did not that great. Oh, well, we have Polyester in our library now forever. So the earworm of the year. Fantastic. All right. Okay, well, we'll move on from Latvia over to Italy, Michael. What's happening there? Well, it was Sanremo in Italy, the marathon week-long special. Thank God we have someone else covering it, thankfully, mm. Dale. Well, that person is actually Liv, one of our correspondents. She's been watching the competition since she was a child with her nonna, so she knows what it's all about. So well, let's hear about we hear from the winner, and then we hear from Liv. This is Diodato with Fai Rumore and Liv. I'm going to have to come clean and say I actually didn't watch San Remo live this year. I uh, slept through multiple alarms after my big night at Oz Decides the night before, and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice that it's a little bit croaky, so I apologise in advance. Um, for those who did get up and watch it, it went for a marathon five hours. It had every interval act, ad break, and Tiziano Ferro song Under the Sun in it, but there was extreme quality, and we did end up with a winner. It was Diodato with Fai Rumore. It's all about lost love. It's a very classic entry into San Remo. Big wordy man ballad, um, simplistic but powerful performance. It came third in the televote and stormed the press jury and collected a whole bunch of prizes to end up with the golden lion at the end of the night. He has a lovely voice, very powerful, clear. Um, it's very similar, or it's down a similar vein to last year's runner-up, Ultimo. Uh, the runner-up was Francesco Gabani with Vice Versa. Uh, won the televote, got the most streams. It was a very classic Francesco entry, sort of wordy message and just suited his vocal tone and range really well. Um, and third place was Pinguini Tatici Nucleari with Ringo Starr. Now that is a fun entry. Three minutes of a band of just boys on stage having a great one. It's got pop culture references. I recommend you go and check it out. The fan favorite Elodie finished a very respectable seventh she had a very good package, a lot of presence, just wasn't her year and probably isn't really what San Remo usually is hunting for in, in the top three. Um, I'm sure the fandom would be very excited to see her come back. So um, at the end of the night, we have, a, we have our winner, Diodato. Um, he, will be he has taken the invitation to go represent Italy in Rotterdam and we can't wait to see what he does with it and what he does for Italy this year. She suffered a bit at Australia <laughs> Decides weekend as well by the sound of it, but <laughs> she was did. all over it. We did speak to her during the weekend and she had pretty much the lowdown on all of the 23 acts that finished it anyway. But <laughs> what did you think of our winner, Diodato? I was um, I was a big fan. I think um, what Liv says there about being this kind of big male Italian 
ballad, which they kind of gone back to. Um, it is traditional Italian. Mm. Um, I very hit and miss on these traditional Italian kind of things. And but you know what? Europe always seems to vote for them. Yeah. Let's not forget. I really like this. I like this a lot, actually. And I think. I, mainly because I can see the potential. This is a Eurovision uh, a stage song. It's a live song. You're not going to listen to this on studio and love it. It's going to be a bit atmospheric. Um, I think it's just going to work. Those chorus parts and, and the Italian work so well without being too, you know, I don't like a massively wordy song. Mm-hmm. Francesco Gabbani, I'm looking at you <laughs> who came second. Thank God he didn't go. Sorry. I like this a lot. And I don't often like the Italian acts. Yeah, look, I like it too. I generally like Italian music. Uh, my first reaction was, oh, it's a bit meandering, but they will be chopping off, you know, a good 45 seconds to mm. a minute on it. Um, look, I don't know if it's got the punch of some of the other stuff that they've sent recently, which has been very, very successful. But as you say, Europe seems to really, really go for their stuff. So This is much better than 2018. Mm. Much better than 2018. Mm. No, I don't know if it is. I think it's maybe around the, the kind of... Um, 2013 mark what well, licenziale mm. oh no this is no licenziale no. oh but i think we're going to see a similar kind of performance mm. and i think it might connect well look i think it's a potential top 10 song whether yeah. it's a potential top five song i do agree it might be um might depend on what else is in the competition definitely definitely but it's got its good points i guess the only drama throughout the week was one of the acts didn't finish which was Bruno and somebody else, I don't know, the guy insulted that walked off the stage <laughs> halfway through the performance, walked behind this sort of silver curtain, and it was hilarious. For the next <laughs> minute or so, people were walking out, opening the curtain, talking, coming back, shrugging their shoulders and throwing so their hands in the So why did he leave air. again? Because the guy was insulting him. He changed. They got a really poor result on the first time they performed, I think it was. Mm. So then when they came out, the guy was basically blaming him and <laughs> saying stuff to the, of the, of the, the kind of you wouldn't even be on here if it wasn't for me <laughs> and the guy just picked up his sheet music and walked off fair <laughs> enough can i say fair enough so italian and the one last thing i want to say where was Liv during that um little coverage she did she was in a zoo or something there's <laughs> no. birds going on she was in an aviary exactly oh, oh, hitchcock movie um, <laughs> birds attacking at any moment oh, just... but no it was actually really good to hear so yeah. um, um all over again for another year for italy thank you Liv, for your lowdown on that brilliant thank god all right we're going to go over to the Czech Republic now. Now, we spoke about it a few weeks ago and gave our votes. And the Aussie Vision favourite, which wasn't our personal favourite, was Benny Cristo with Kamama. And guess what? It won. Mm. So here's a reminder of Kamama, the song for Czech Republic. I wasn't always like that. I wasn't born like that. I just worked like that. 24-7. Kamama, you know. They can see what they want. You should let it go. So yes, Benny Cristo is our winner and is representing Czech Republic. He is of Angolan and Czech descent. He's also a pretty um, nifty jiu-jitsu um, p- player. <laughs> what, how do you call, what do you call them? It's a very, very good uh, martial artist. Yes, indeed. Yeah. No, he's like really good. He's like won uh, tournaments in Europe and everything. Oh, wow. So don't mess around with Benny. Yeah, we're making sure we're nice to him with the interview. <laughs> well, too late probably from what we said last time. <laughs> uh, no, no, like I look. 
Uh, he came, so there was a international jury made up of a lot of former Eurovision artists, including Stig and Kano, Christian uh, Kostov, Michaela Pace, and our very own Isaiah Firebrace as yeah, well. Yeah, I saw he was on that. Well, he came second in that. Isaiah did give him 12 points. Oh, nice. Um, Barbara won the jury vote with um, White and Black Holes. And also in the international um, jury was the international public vote. They actually gave their 12 points to We All Poop. Oh, they won that okay. one. But when it came to the Czech public vote, it was all about Benny Cristo, and he got the 12 points there for 22 all up and take out the crown. That's really good to hear. It's good to hear the Czechs had the final say on that one kind of thing. In, yeah, indeed. Dark Water, which um, had a lot of YouTube views, by like way more than anybody else, mm. really didn't do very well. Came last place in the jury, which really surprises last. me. Last. Last. And fifth place in the um, public vote, actually both with international and Czech, came fifth place. Jeez. Uh, look, I thought it was a great song, but maybe Sweet Fatigue. It was a, very, it was a Scandi-written song, and jury didn't rate it. Yeah, I mean, Flopped I do it. like the song they've sent. This is really fresh and fun, and it's going to be a nice upbeat party anthem for Rotterdam. So I'm looking forward to this one. This should be really good. And it kind of goes with what brand Czech Republic's been in the last couple of years since their kind of renaissance back into the competition. Uh, Miklos Joseph, very upbeat, fun. And last year as well, even though maybe a bit more mid-tempo, it still had energy. Mm. And this kind of follows through. Um, so they're on a good little run here and certainly could do reasonably well at Eurovision without, I think, troubling the top 10 at this stage, I would say. But mm, way cool. too early, way too early. Yeah, no, it's an interesting one. I think it's a good addition to the lineup. Okay, well, it wasn't the only artist we found out from this week. We had quite a few other winners of competitions that weren't necessarily national finals. Let's go to Malta, Michael. Um, what was the go there? Well, Malta X Factor came to a conclusion. Uh, the big favourite there, I guess, is no surprise at one. It was Destiny, the 17-year-old singer who was, of course, the winner of Junior Eurovision back in 2015. So, yeah, backup singer in 2019 for Michaela and of course featured on Britain's Got Talent uh, I think it was last year or the year before so she's no uh, stranger to the musical scene in Europe she beat off a 16 year old Justine who I thought was really her only real competition in that but uh, no real word on what she's going to be singing yet Malta taking the same approach they took with Michaela I dare say Symphonics might be coming knocking at the door with another uh, song right yep but I mean we know what to expect from Destiny it's going to be a big power vocal one would imagine yeah I mean we're either looking at ballad or something i mean she does soulful really well um so yeah i think uh, look it's a great choice i love that we've got a recent uh junior eurovision winner going back into the competition mm -hmm. it's nice to see that going she joins a couple of um well the tomochevi sisters at least mm -hmm. um so it's nice to see that follow on it's good and i'm glad destiny's there and um let's just see what the song is eh yeah, let's, I mean, she's obviously a talented young lady, so hopefully they give her the right sort of uh, song to go along with it. Well, talking of these kind of competitions, we also had Israel's um, sort of competition to choose an artist. I am not going to try and pronounce it, but <laughs> we did have a winner, and it was Eden Aline. Um, she's 19 years old. She's from Ethiopian descent, uh, so um, one of a very few um, sort of non-Jewish wow. or Israeli sort of descent um, performers to, to represent Israel. Um, but she also won the X Factor as well there. So oh like, she's got some chops. And she's won two reality shows. And when you watch her perform, she does connect really well. She's got a really good voice. Um, yeah, she, it could be one to, to watch there to be a nice little performer. So not much more. We know that on in March they'll um, announce the song. So it's still some time until we get that. Yeah, I saw a bit of her performance. One of her performances, great energy, and mm. I think she's going to be a real eye-catcher. 
All right, indeed. Okay, and we also had another artist annou- announcement, not through some kind of reality show for this one. Um, it was Greece, wasn't it? It was their internal selection. The worst kept secret in Eurovision <laughs> is Stefania will be performing for Greece in 2020. Her name's Stefania Liberakakis. She is 18 years old, born in Utrecht in the Netherlands. Mm. Smart move there, eh? Get oh, her, girl, get Greece, her. I know what they're doing. I'm sure she's very Greek, though. She's very Greek. But she's a singer, actress, voice actress, and YouTuber. She has represented the Netherlands at Junior Eurovision in 2016 as a member of Kisses. They came eighth. They had she, those dresses. That's they're the ones. Yes, yeah, with all the like kisses and stuff over them. That's, oh, they were fun. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, she came to prominence <laughs> in 2013 with the Voice Kids and has been sort of developing her career between both the Netherlands and Greece since then. We haven't got the song yet. We know it will be called Supergirl, and it's got a bit of chops behind this one. Dimitri Kontopoulos will be having a hand in the writing and production of this one, as will Sharon Vaughan, who's had oh. many, many a Eurovision song and a Melody Festival and song. So expect something uh, pretty pretty good coming out of Greece this year. Yeah, I mean, that, that, sounds, that sounds interesting. I feel like we're going to a very young song. Yeah. Suiting, I mean, Supergirl. I mean, it sounds like a junior Eurovision song already. But, <laughs> a little bit. hey, you've got some great people behind it. So, look, I hope they're singing a bit of a bop. Yeah, Greece needs so. a bop. Come on, bring us a bop, Grace. Absolutely. All right. Okay, well, that's all the artist announcements. We're off to national finals that didn't weren't decided this week, and it's Sweden, Melody Festivalen. We missed... Michael, you missed Melody Festivalen. You know something's going there if you've, you've missed that. I'll catch up with it. I'll catch up with it. We have watched the clips of yes. the songs that all yes. qualified and the one that didn't. But um, let's talk about who went direct to finale this week. Anna Bergendahl, she was back with her song Kingdom Come. She went direct to final. We quite liked this one, didn't we, Doug? Yeah, I really liked it. It was kind of like a, a modern Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre does Europop with, <laughs> with bangs. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I love the staging. I particularly like the dances came through about maybe a third of the way through the song, which felt it needed it actually at that point. Mm. But Anna looks great. The songs are like I mean, country and Eurobangers. Like I'm, I'm there for it's it. It's a nice little package, isn't it? It's, I think it's quite difficult for her to sing. She's pretty puffed out by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I really liked the package. It all came together. I don't know if I liked the song as much as I liked last year's song, but for some reason, I think the whole thing, as a the sum of its parts, is still pretty good. I, I think it has. I, I like last year's song way better, but we were in love with that song too. Yeah, a point of ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> this has got more chops. This has got like that was never going to be a winner of Melfest. I'm not True. suggesting this is but I think it will do better it will do better with juries mm. and she's gone direct to finale which was better than last year already so yeah. she's she's doing well um, it's great to see her get through to the final good honour yep, yep good to see the other one that went straight through was Dottere with her song Bulletproof mm. that was some kind of performance wasn't it I was blinded by the <laughs> staging yeah terrific I have to say she looked fantastic like the way they styled her obviously the outfit with the the, the lights coming off her and everything was incredibly uh, eye catching uh, eye blinding probably mm-hmm. for some people but um, I did I liked the song I can't say I loved the song you know what I mean I think it was almost like you kind of got lost in the song. Like about halfway through, I was just like, this is what Melfest is all about. Because yeah. I would say I was a bit underwhelmed by the first week. And then I saw this and I was like, wow, look at this staging. The use of lasers, even the way she captures it in her hand and it comes off the dress. I mean, it's what yeah. I think I'm doing at Sydney Mardi Gras when I'm out <laughs> with all the lasers. But, you know, she actually made it work. It, yeah, was, was, it was fantastic. 
did they overdo the lasers? <laughs> yes. It was like, yeah. right, it's been going for two minutes now of lasers. Yeah. But overall, it just shows you what good Sweden Melfest is all about. I agree. I agree. Let's talk about the Under Hansons. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is Paul Ray. He got through with talking in my sleep. I was watching in my sleep at this point because, oh, God, this doesn't really do much for me, this one, I hate to say. I, I quite like this. Oh, God. I mean, I'm not really one for these plastic Swedish boys doing their kind of, you know, generic pop songs, but I liked it. I think it had something, um, but I, I understand why that went to Anja Hansen instead of the other two. Mm, we'll see. Uh, I did like some of the effects they had. We'll see. Well, yeah, no, I know. I guess <laughs> it's so. a fact. <laughs> uh, I did like some of the effects of the staging and some of the shots. I thought it was really, really, really nicely shot. And the other one, of course, you'd be happy to hear, Dale, was Mendez went through to the Anja Hansen. Mendez featuring Alvaro Estrella with Vamos Amigos, little jaunty little uh, Latin number. What did you think of that one? I I actually quite quite enjoyed it. I mean, it was a bit like Vamos Amigos. Like, do you want to use every generic Spanish <laughs> word out there in a song? Um, but hey, you know, that sound was in, in 2018 and 2019, so it's quite current for a Mendez probably. And he doesn't uh, do a lot of singing, which is a blessing as always well. Always a blessing when Mendez yeah. would sing. But what he did do was actually really good. I I found it really compelling and I enjoyed the three minutes. Mm. I just wanted to make one more note. Carla, who opened the show, uh, came fifth, unfortunately for her, but she got 950,000 votes and still came fifth. So those top four songs must have got a lot of votes behind them. Yeah, it just shows you the power of Melfest. I mean, Mm. it is a national event. Like the, it's the highest rating show in the country and I think overall it seemed to be better calibre of songs this week, definitely. I definitely agree with that. All right. We're off to next door, aren't we? We're off to next door, Norway. Believe it or not, another semi-final. Um, it is the fifth and final semi-final, and we have a winner, and it was uh, Liza Vasilieva with I Am Gay. Right, Michael. Now, she won the gold jewel against Ellen and the Woods. Um, what do you think of this? Um, look, you know, I thought it was pretty tightly performed. It's a little bit of a tween pop number as far as the musicality goes, and it's a pretty simple little pop song, but it's catchy. And um, look, you know, it's obviously got an audience <laughs> that particularly are probably engaged in these types of shows. So look, I'm not surprised it went through. I thought she was an interesting performer. Like, she could have smiled throughout the entire thing. She didn't look very happy to be gay. No, she... Well, <laughs> well I mean, let's, let's, let's approach the elephant in the room. She isn't gay. Yeah. Um, so we had sisters who weren't sisters talking about sisters, and that felt inauthentic. You have someone singing about being gay and how amazing it is. Who isn't even smiling, enjoying herself, and she's not gay. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm a bit torn on it. I mean, I see the whole, it is like, when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, well, you're gay. Well, apparently you're not. I'm just singing it as an ally. It's incredibly inauthentic, and I don't know, like, it just doesn't work for me. I 
I don't, I'm not offended by it or anything, but you know, I can see why some people would just throw their hands in the air and go, you're just using us as a vehicle for your own purposes, really. Yeah. I mean, she said she's an ally and that's great. It's that's just great. it's just a um, a bit misguided, I think. Mm, and I, I don't agree. think it's a terrible place. I think it just feels a bit icky. Uh, I feel when you you just know you're being used, you, you know. Couldn't and, they find an actual gay singer to sing it? Ooh. Well, they had Tor Peterson doing his little, you know, mm. bossa nova thing. Um, don't think you could manage this. But look, it's very Katy Perry kind of 2012, 2013, who so also used being gay as a, a way to, <laughs> oh, to yeah, get the fame so. um, or pretending to be. So look, I think overall it's a fun little number. Mm. I thought the staging was okay. It was yeah. fine. And you're right. Look, you know, we played this down on the card driving down the Gold Coast and by the end of the song we were all singing along to it. So Because it's so it, predictable. That's it is. Why. It's yeah. inauthentic. It's plastic as anything and it has no substance whatsoever. Uh, I, so, will, I will say to her credit that is probably one of the most solid vocals I've heard out of Norway this this year she actually sounded like the studio yeah. dead, I mean she was deadpan down the camera with it yeah. but maybe she was concent- <laughs> maybe she was concentrating on the vocal a little bit but she nailed it she nailed that vocal brilliantly yeah no no fair enough actually it was it was actually really good because there's been some ropey old uh, vocals <laughs> yeah. in Norway let's just say that Gosh, yeah. um, the one I want to mention here as well is Kevin Boyne um, he was knocked out in the first round with Stem Parme. Him and 27 others that were on the stage, apparently. <laughs> By the end of it, it that Norway does not believe in six people on stage. They don't believe any of that. There was a fisherman there. was a banjo all lit up. I really yeah, enjoyed no, there it. Yeah, no, that was flame-throwing banjo. It like was. sparks were flying out of a banjo. And his whole song, Stem Parme, means vote for me. So the whole thing, that's what he's singing. Vote, vote, Is vote that for me. why it featured a lectern? Because you, oh, you don't often what... you don't often see a lectern involved in a national final stage. Oh, I didn't. I just got that now. That's I thought he I... was like a DJ or something. <laughs> thought it was like one of those uh, loop machine things. Yeah, I thought no, that's maybe. Pretty much anyway, just, it was I a enjoyed lectern. it. It was it's a lectern. Wor- it's still. It was. It was. A, it was a staging concept at least, which <laughs> have been missing from some. Now, look, the final is next week. Um, Ray Lee, who won the very first week semi final, she's had mm. over one million streams of her song "Wild." Hmm. Um, and that's way more than anybody else. I think 150,000 next. So she's looking maybe as a favourite to win, but there's a lot of others there as well. I guess we haven't seen the pre-qualifiers in full flight in yet, In full flight. So, so, look, after we even though we've had five semis, I think it's going to be a good final in Norway, I one think so to too. tune into. And let's be honest, it's been a journey. Oh, it has. It's. I don't think they should repeat this process <laughs> again. But... <laughs> but, so shady. But I mean, two semi-finals and a final. Yes, maybe five semis in this way. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm ready for the final. Maybe give it another sixty years. <laughs> All right, okay, off to Lithuania. <laughs> Let's go to Lithuania. Who yes. we actually we're going to be positive about? And actually, probably quite short and sharp for yeah, a change. Absolutely. So we had semi-final number two. Some of the bigger hitters went in this one again. We had the winner of semi-final two was Monica Maria. She won the jury second in the tally vote. One of our personal favourites. My favourite. Mm-hmm. Second was what probably one of the big fan favourites was Monique. She was with her song "Make Me Human." Mm. That was second in the jury's first in the tally vote. Mm. Knocked off Monica Maria. Mm. This is looking ominous. Mm. I think she's seen this before. And third was Me and I with Drip. I'm glad he made it. I'm not saying they're bad, but their appearance in the final demeans everybody else's. <laughs> and fourth was The Backs with Fully, the singing uh, the, the, the female yep. vocalists. That yep. was quite good. Yep. So, look, it's all shaping up there in Lithuania. Their process is coming to an end. Look, I would have put my house on Monica Maria probably after the first week, but I don't know. This is... 
this is going to get close. This is the best national final of the season. Let's take out Australia here, but as in <laughs> long-standing ones, yeah. because it is so open. And actually, the four acts, or maybe three, I'm putting Iser in there, but mm, um, you know, you've got the Roop, you've got Monica Maria, you've got Monique, and you've got Iser. And I think in you look at all the things that could happen with the jury and the televote, yeah. and you can make a case for mainly three, but maybe even four of them. Like Iser might have a role to play if she beats someone in the televote, and then. Who knows what's going to happen? For me, the Roop look like they're going to take the tally vote. Oh, they've got the tally vote sewed up. Yeah. But it's how about... harsh are the jury going exactly. to be? Exactly. exactly. Who does Lithuania want to send? <laughs> Who does the broadcaster want to send, you mean? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but look, I think it's going to be a great national final. I like, agree. it's actually, you've got Norway and Lithuania on the same time next week, and, you know, that'll be hard to choose. We have a couple of screens going on that one, I think. Yes, I'm sure. Well, next week we'll hear from Kyriakos, who has been following the entire thing for us. Mm. Can't wait to hear his thoughts because he has been slightly obsessed in a good way about it. <laughs> it's good on him. Good stuff. All right, we're off to Iceland now, Michael. Um, in Iceland, Song Verkeppnen was on the first semi-final, and of course, they have to sing in Icelandic That's for right. this one. Oh, good, you have to pronounce them. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Um, so, first of all, we had Isold and Helga with their song. It's in English. It's Meet Me Halfway, but it's Tif. And we also had Dima get through with Almurkvi. <laughs> Almurkvi. Oh, you've done well. Okay, kind of. <laughs> um, so look, I think let's have a hear, listen a little bit to Dima actually out of the two mm. of them. Rock from um, Song of Kepnen this year. What do you think of that? Look, I think after the Hatari uh, triumph of last year, as soon as this rock band was announced, I thought, you're going through. You're making the final. Uh, it is a point of difference, and I guess, you know, like, I, th- I quite liked the song, actually. I mm. thought he's got mm. really good vocal, and it's a very melodic kind of rock song. So I think gave it a bit of performance as well. So I quite liked the boys on stage. They were good. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen worse things come out of Iceland from uh, into Eurovision. So this is, I really like this. Um, I think maybe the chorus slowdown. I like the chorus. Mm. I like the verses. It has, I might not like them together. Yeah, it has this build, 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 and then bang, we hit the chorus and sort of drop a gear, which is a little odd. But Yeah, yeah. overall, though, really good. Um, so that'll be really interesting. I think next week's semifinal, we've got some two big hitters. We've got uh, Daddy, mm-hmm. who came second a couple of years ago to Svala, mm. and also Eva. Yeah. Uh, with Oculus. That is a big favourite from the fans. That's going to be really interesting to see how that goes live because that could be a quite a big hitter. So one to watch next week as well. Yeah, no, looking forward to that one. Let's head off to our friends in the Ukraine, Dale, with Vidbur. Vidbur. <laughs> so we had our first semi-final, three qualifiers out of there. Now we're going to put two of these together because we just want to have a talk about these. So this was the first place getter. It's Krut with 99. And the second place getter, Go A with Solavi.
Okay, Dallas. So why do we put those two together? What was the uh, overarching thing on this one? I think there's like, it's very interesting. To me, both were very traditional. Mm. So you had one with playing a traditional Ukrainian instrument. We didn't find out what that's <laughs> called. We forgot to Google that. It kind of looked like a kind of a harp guitar kind of thing. Yeah, it was. It was very, very um, interesting. And, beautiful. It looked beautiful. Amazing staging, but I wouldn't say it was an amazing song. It was almost like a soundtrack to something and quite interesting singing. And talking about is interesting singing, the second one, again, amazing stage style from those women. I love them and the way they performed, but a very, very Eastern vocal. Yes. It, to me, was two very traditional Ukrainian-type approaches to songs, and I'm just wondering if that's what we're going to see coming out of Vidber or even the winner of Vidber this year. Um, let's we, let's just let that do its own talking. Yeah, well, they got second and uh, <laughs> they got first and second in the semi final. You're right; they were very traditional, both of them. I felt the second one. I really, really, really quite liked Go A. Eh? Um, it really does meld some really quite contemporary beats in there as well. But there is, yeah. my gosh, that vocal style is so Eastern. Yes. And, I mean, if that does get the ticket, for example, wow, that would be an interesting choice to send to Eurovision. But, um, yeah, let's talk about third place getter as well. I guess we should leave, I shouldn't leave her out. Jerry Heil with the song Vegan. Mm. She came out of a fridge to start with, which is an interesting one. But then we had some dancing animals and trampolines and, oh, gosh. It was all going on. <laughs> and, I mean, we went from two very traditional type yeah. songs um, to that. <laughs> to buckets of KFC in the background. Well, not, yeah, well, no, it was full of, like, lettuce and cucumbers or whatever. Yeah. There were eggplants going on. So it was very, very interesting. I imagine the public got her over the line there. Mm. Um, uh, she came third in the televote. Yeah. So look, she actually I, came second in the jury. <laughs> okay, right. Well, maybe I'll take it all back. Um, but, look, it's it's. Inter- I love, you know what? The staging of Vidber is amazing. The it's sta- one of the best staging. stage design looks fantastic, doesn't it? I absolutely it? love it. And the so, visuals that go on there, amazing. So it's definitely worth watching and tuning into it. I just kind of feel like we've had more modern, contemporary music from Vidber in the past. And from seeing that, I'm just like, what's going on? But we've got another semi-final got next another week. another semi-final, who knows? We could get a banger out of that one, Dale, who knows? Definitely one to watch, for sure, for Ukraine. Right. Let's talk about, should we talk about Poland? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the only reason we're not talking about Poland <laughs> is kind of like an X-Factor thing, but they're not... They're just doing X Factory stuff, and we don't treat it like a national final yeah. until there's, we have original songs. There's no original songs, all that sort no. of stuff. So no, yeah. we're not we're not going there. We're not, we're Sorry, not dissing Poland. Poland. We're not dissing you. Not yet. Anyway, <laughs> we'll wait till we we'll wait till we get to the final. We'll wait till we get to the songs itself. But look, let's look at the week ahead um, mm-hmm. to wrap things up here. So on Tuesday slash Wednesday Australia time, we have Romania announcing their artists. They've been very cagey about what they're doing this year, Romania, because I mean it was an interesting national final last year. I mean, I know Selecțiala. It's we're straight it's to internal. Just to- artists as far as we know maybe they're announcing the artists and they're going to do a show who knows oh, they're gosh. very very cagey but i think it's just going to be an artist announcement mm. then we go to easty lao on thursday slash friday morning in australia for the first semi-final oh friday awesome morning. yeah fantastic and then we have a massive sunday morning here in australia again saturday night in europe we have three national finals coming to an end as we've mentioned norway and lithuania We've also got Armenia. Depi Evratizel is coming. Well, it's having their final. A lot of artists in this, so that's going to happen on Sunday. Oh, and then we have semifinals in Ukraine, the second one in Estonia, Sweden for Belfast, and Iceland with Song for Kepnen. So another very big day on Sunday. 
Sounds fantastic. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, again, sorry about the delay. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us, guys. See ya.